Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I'm your host, Tatiana Berende, and today I have with me Christiana Rodriguez, and we are going to be discussing the spiritual energy of the wild woman. This is going to be a really awesome conversation. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Christiana. Um, I love this bio she has here. It's a, it's a great example of the wild woman a little bit. It says, Christiana has blazed an evolutionary trail on the path of sexuality and love as a shamanic high priestess of the holy grail of the womb. Right. She is no spiritual lightweight. She is intensely committed to go through whatever humbling and fierce truth telling is required to open to the full divinity that can move through you. Her formal education found her working 17 plus years in a diagnostic medical laboratory setting. Later, she became a producer and host of her own local TV show about spirituality and women's empowerment. At the same time, she became an entrepreneur of her energetic healing practice called Yoni Rising. For the past seven years, she has held one-on-one -on -one healings as well as taught workshops coast-to-coast -coast on conscious sacred sexuality for both women and men. Welcome to the show, Christiana. Yay, thank you. Woo! I'm so excited to be here with you, yeah. wild woman. I'm really excited to have you here. We gotta we should give our little wolf howls out. Um, although I don't wanna invade everyone's ears into my microphone, but oh um I so um I would love for you to share with our audience what your superpowers are. I know you have many, but you just give us a little taste. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's, let, let me zero in on and harness in what we're going to be talking about today. So I would have to say that it's my indestructible force of my human spirit. Heck yeah. Um, and when I... <laughs> Yeah, man. Exactly. I mean, it has been scarred and bent and burned and bruised and abused and it's, it is resilient. So I have to say that I, yeah, I'm, I'm steadfast and centered and that allows me to be a visionary and a leader. So that's how that all rolls out. Yeah. I'd have to say that my indestructible human spirit. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. Um, so the reason why you know I wanted to go with this topic of the wild woman today is because you're you know you're running this program um, centered around Clarissa Pinkola Estes's work of or her book Women Who Run with the Wolves. But I know there's so much more to what you're offering than just what's in that glorious book. And I'm wondering if you could share with our listeners a little bit about your understanding of the wild woman and like her importance in what's happening right now today on, in this country, on this planet. Mm, I really dig that we are addressing this topic right now, Tatiana. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, 2018, right? And yeah. women are 
are still being, you know, uh, having to howl and show their wild woman side of them, meaning the wild woman who has had to stay quiet under the circumstances of just daily life, um, stories that are untold and unseen and unheard. And those bones that Dr. Este speaks about, who is really one of my mentors for years, this book's been, quote unquote, a Bible to me, a place to lean into. Her writings on the feminine psyche and the archetype of women is truly so powerful and it feels like it has to be unveiled again and, and brought to the forefront when as we see ourselves right now in this this year 2018 so much is happening and the women are starting to roar and they're starting to howl and they're bringing back that side of them through their stories of how important it is to address what's been happening from a, for f- to us from the beginning of time to all humans actually mm-hmm. and the predator the sexual predator and so this information feels very timely again it feels like we need to dig up those bones and when i say bones again that's that indestructible human spirit that place where we have had to look at pieces of ourselves that we've lost along our timeline, those little deaths that we've had, whether it's a divorce or whether it's a relationship break, breaking up because of abuse, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, um, rape. I can relate to all of those things, and I'm certain most women can, and many men as well. And this needs to be addressed. So I felt it was the right time to bring an online workshop about the wild woman and needing her voice to be heard. Our voices need to be heard now. These stories need to be told. Yeah. It's, um, it's such an interesting process. Tony and I have actually had a number of conversations about this because there is, I think there is a part of the journey where, um, where being able to have that, that raw, open voice, the howling, the screaming, the rage, the, all of that, like that, it serves a role um, until it doesn't anymore until it actually serves as a, as a backslide. So I'm, I'm just super grateful that you are, that you are there doing, doing that work with the women who really need that role to be held for them right now, because there's a lot of people who are just finding their voices. Um, a lot of women who are just mm. stepping into that place of like, I need to speak about this. This is, this is, a new thing for me. And now I'm seeing all these other women speak and now I have permission to talk about things that I've never talked about before. Um, and that's so needed and so valuable. Um, so thank you for, for holding that space for, for the women who are, who are in that part of the journey. Um, I really, it feels, it feels important to me to, to say it that way because 
because I think it's really important to acknowledge that like there are so many different steps on the journey and so many different parts of the process and where I am at might not be where you are at. And that doesn't make where you are at wrong or where I am at wrong. It just means that we are in different places and that's okay. And that's good. And like, that's important and valid to acknowledge and honor too. Right. Um, yes, yes, yes. Tatiana. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Have to honor and meet ourselves where we are. Yeah. And not trying to be where someone else is, right? Yes. Yes, that's so true. As we honor ourselves and our internal wise woman, that wild woman, we're able to honor the other sister that's in front of us, perhaps by relating or, or just holding a place for them to speak their voice and to listen without trying to change their story at all. Yeah, that's that's a place where we can start right there, right there. That's a big, that's a beginning. Yeah, yeah. So 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 powerful. Yeah. Um. So I (sighs) we're gonna dive more into this. There's so much more to cover. Um. But we do have to go to a quick break. Before we do that, can you tell people where they can go to connect with you to find out more about you and your work? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking. Right on. You know, it's really easy. My business name is called Yoni Rising, and Yoni is Sanskrit for vagina. So it's Y-O-N-I, and then Rising, R-I-S-I-N-G. So Yoni Rising, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You can email me, yonirising.com. Um yeah, that's the way that you can see what's going on and my whereabouts and what I'm bringing forward to the world in this moment. Awesome. So we've been talking with Christiana Rodriguez about the spiritual energy of the wild woman, and we are going to dive way deeper into what that entails when we get back. So stay tuned. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, and we are back. So um, I feel like I don't even know where to start. I was thinking about my own journey with a wild woman and, you know, the all the the times when I've gotten naked outside of doors in the in the wilderness and howled at the moon and danced in the rain and all of these um, all of these places where it's like we get to touch our own wildness and i'd I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about your experience with with the wild woman archetype and how she has served you in your journey and how you use her to help others in theirs? Oh, I, I really like that you shared 
a little bit more of yourself in this interview, Tatiana. And yes, so seeing this visual of you honoring yourself as the wild woman and taking the time to commune with Mama Gaia outside in our nakedness, in our form of who we who we are, who we were born into the world in this place of the 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 clean slate and the the canvas that was untainted. And so through life we know that brush strokes are put onto us, onto this canvas. And many of those brush strokes are not our own beliefs or ideas or religion or uh, relating to what's really happening in our environment, within our family origin, within our culture. Um, and little by little, we come, we find ourselves in this place where we're disconnected from ourselves. We're disconnected from our own internal wisdom and who we are as women. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves not singing anymore and not dancing anymore, mm-hmm. and not moving anymore. Yeah, right? And so when this happens through either our stories, whatever those stories are, we need to find our way back to our wild side, who we are, what our mission is here, what our vision is here, what we are here to holler to the world and to open our voice to the world. And that's just its not always easy. It just doesn't come naturally for, for many of us. We need to feel safe. So one of my other superpowers is I allow women to feel safe in my presence with our workshops, with our one-on-one. That's a huge place for, for women. It was huge for me. I didn't know where to go to, where to turn, how to begin my journey. And so it really, for me, I turned inward. I said, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something within me that is going to tell me which way to go. And that happened at a very, very young age in fourth grade. And it opened up with this this question from a teacher who asked the the class to do an assignment. And the assignment was, what does it mean to be a woman if you were a girl in fourth grade? Or what does it mean to be a man? And I was ready to holler. I was ready to roar. Yeah. I I remember writing that um, I felt to the world because I knew she was going to read what we were, what we had to say. And that was my opportunity then to say, where is our freedom as women? What has happened? Why am I not heard over a boy in my class? Why are my words less than, you know, why can't I be seen for who I am? And, and that's where it started really for me. I remember it vividly. And also through the church, I grew up in Catholicism and then through a cult um, named Jehovah Witnesses and have stepped away from it at age 17. And although stepped away from it, it's still, it's taken years for the religion and the cult to actually leave me. Sure. So it's been, it's been a long long process, right? So I'm certain many women listening can relate to that. You know, so 
how do we go back to find the wild woman? And I'm going to say that it's through my own experience and through bringing Dr. Estes' work forward, it's to go within, find, find your young woman, your maiden, find the old woman, the wise woman inside, such as your, your ancestors, your grandparent. What would she say to you? And to, to dive into that place and then to come into a place where the safety can be held for you with somebody that you trust, that you can start, even if it's a whisper, to speak your truth. And then those stories become louder and stronger. And then you unite with your sisterhood and circle around the fire within ceremony, dancing again, finding your tune, finding your movement, finding your song. And so it's through Dr. Estes' work that I feel that many women, this book is widely known, you know, global. And they felt that this was a great place to start this foundational piece of what's happening for each of us right now, where we're relating to other women as they come forward with their stories. And we're saying, yeah, no more. We need to stop being quiet about this. And where do we begin? We begin with internally. So this just goes right along with the womb wisdom work that I bring forward, which is all about dropping into your own sanctuary, your own holy grail, your own oracle within, listening to her, going past all those layers, all those bones, all those old stories, and listen to your own truth within so that you can tap into it and then bring it out to the world in whatever way you're here to do. Because we're each so unique, and with that voice, we have something to add to the whole collective consciousness to change these these crazy stories out there. And I know every, there's so many people that have a hard time around that word crazy, but it is truly crazy. There are times out there where I scratch my head and go, what is really going on out there? And so to come back to yourself and care for you, that's where it starts. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more on that one. Um, and I think that you really pointed to you know, talking about the womb as the Holy Grail. And there is so much wisdom that we carry in our womb centers. There's also a tremendous amount of pain and like, not just our own, you know, you mentioned earlier, like connecting with your, with your grandmother or your ancestor. And like, what would she say to you? And I feel like we're, we're in this time right now where a lot of the stuff we're transmuting and that's coming up for us and that we're working on, it's not even ours. It's like so old. It's so ancient and we're, and it's so like, it's so deep. And that's part of why like the rage and the grief, it's like so loud right now because it's, it feels like this collective roar that's, that's not, it's not even ours. It's like ours combined with generations and generations and generations of women behind us all. It's like collectively roaring at the same time. Um, and it's, it's intense. Uh, mama, yes. Mm. We're saying it. Yes. And, yes. And I'm sorry. I just talked over you. That's okay. We so have a little bit. We, yes. we have a little bit of a delay, so it's easy to do right now. But um, yeah, it, it just, 
but I, it can also be, it can also be scary for some women, you know, it's like, whoa, that's like too much. I don't want to go there. I don't want to open up that door because if I do, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid of what's on the other side of it. And, and. Oh, wow. Yes. So can we talk about that fear a little bit? Because I think, you know, there are, for, for some of us who've been doing this work for a really long time, it's like, oh, yeah, like we can roll with the wild woman. We get excited about it. We're like, yeah, let's jump on our wolves and ride off into the, into the moon set, you know. But, like, but there are a lot of women for whom that just feels like too far and too much. And, and, and so what mm-hmm. is, like, how do they access some of that same energetic without it. Like, I think the fear is often that if I, if I open that door, it's going to consume me entirely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. I really appreciate what you're bringing forward right now. It feels very activating, uh, in this moment. And I'm certain that those that are listening to this recording are going to feel the same, that this is really about a story within ourselves of becoming, we're transmuting and we're transforming and we are realigning with our truth rather than the stories and the old beliefs, even from our ancestral lineage. Uh, Many of us right now on the face of this planet are the ones that have chosen to come to this earth to let go of those stories of old that mm-hmm. they serve their purpose. And now we're, we're letting those stories go. We're rewriting, we're rewriting what this planet is looking like right now. And so yes, fear is going to come, come forward. It's almost like we just came through destruction and devastation and we're kind of lifting ourselves off the ground and dusting ourselves off and going, wow, what just happened? And so we're in shock. There's a lot of shock happening right now. Mm -hmm. There's that fear. And so to find a safe place and to call in those that you can trust, which again, it comes first with yourself, trusting yourself. So right now, what I'm encouraging uh, women to do specifically in this workshop with a wild woman, uh, wild women who run with the wolves is about looking at your timeline and looking at where those places in your timeline held you in a place of fear where you did not release your voice. And can you allow yourself to forgive those places where you didn't use your voice and contracted. And so what I'm asking is that you trust yourself, that you trust that even if you can just stretch yourself a little bit more, just like a birth, you know, breathe through those, those places where it feels you just can't go on anymore and allow yourself to be held by, by your own internal wise woman first And then little by little, reach out to receive those wise women that have maybe are a little bit further along the path that can reach back to you and pull you forward or pull you up and to say, we got your back. You're, it's, it's, it's okay. You're safe here. You have to start somewhere. You have to start 
in that little place of the whisper and ask for assistance. It's really in a place of your divine feminine and your birthright to, to receive, receive from others that are wise and perhaps have can relate to your story. I find that women, when they allow themselves to step more fully into their womb heart, where they can understand what it feels like to be held in that place of safety, their voices start to become louder. They begin to start, you know, to to voice themselves again. And that's a place, that's that's the first place I feel that you need to start from. Again, trusting your own self and trusting those that um, may have been down this path before you that um, are recreating and co-creating with the universe a new world. Yeah, I think... I, I think you bring up a really important piece here about like this work. We're not designed to do this work by ourselves. And because like so much of it isn't even our own that we're transmuting, they think what you named of the importance of finding women who are doing this work. I'm going to stress women who are doing this work in this conversation, especially if we're talking about like womb wisdom and, and anything relating to, you know, sexual trauma or sexual abuse, um, just because that's what's so up right now in our culture. Like, I cannot emphasize that woman part enough. I've seen so much weird stuff happen when women try to go to male teachers to help them heal their female sexuality. It's Mm -hmm. just like, that's a recipe for disaster. Don't do it. Find a woman who, who is, is a nurturer who is not out there for, for power, for, you know, like, cause women can play into that game too. But I just like, okay, I'm getting off on a tangent, but I just need to stress that. Like, yes, find other oh, women. I get you. Women, women, I, concur, I agree with you. Yes. And we have our stories. I know that you and I have stories around that piece as well. Mm-hmm. So yes, I agree with Tatiana. I agree with you that it's, must be within the safety of another woman. Yes, you are correct. That just uh, d- that's just a, uh, a recipe for disaster. I think there's a Please, time and a place. That's true. I think there's a time and a place where eventually we will, and and it might it might already be happening. There might be some circles, like I mentioned at the beginning of this interview, like that different people are in different parts of their journey, right? But if you're just starting out in your journey, like find a place with other people who are also just finding their voices and are being, you know, held and contained by someone who has found her voice and, and can hold that space so that you have a safe container. Someone like Christiana who, who will hold that container who, so that you can find your voice so that then eventually the men and the women can come together and have the conversation. But that can't happen prematurely. The healing that women have, we have our healing to do and the men have their healing to do. And those need to happen before we can come together. Because if we try to come together too soon, it's like, it's a mess. It makes a big fat mess. And I've seen it. <laughs> Stuff, shit just starts flying around and it's like, whoa, like, let's do this work. So that's why I just really want to honor you, Christiana, and the, this work that you're doing because it's so important. It's so needed in as that step in the journey of like finding the voice healing those stories 
sharing those stories. I mean, there's so much potency in knowing that you're not alone. Mm, yes, <laughs> definitely. You mentioned earlier about, you know, when we start this journey, many women are scared. They don't want to open that door. Right. So for those that have not jumped on board with this particular online workshop that I've rolled out just recently, if you can even pick up Dr. Estes' book, Women Who Run With Wolves, there is a particular story, a folklore, a folklore a tale in there, um, a folk tale, I'll say that, tongue-tied here, that speaks about Bluebeard. And to go into that story, many women may be able to relate because Bluebeard was a, a man who was a predator and, and held women's stories behind those closed doors. And there was a key. And so what is that key to opening that door that we don't want to see what's behind there, right? And that key was was stained with the blood of the, the woman who held it her own you know, her own captivity. So there's a lot of fear when we're holding, we may even be holding the key to opening that door to start revealing what's behind it. And there's a great fear. Our hand may be shaking. Uh, you know, others may be saying, don't open that and just keep, keep that closed. However, when we do that, we know that we paralyze ourselves and the fear just becomes it's oh it's overbearing and that's where we start losing our voice and our song and our dance and maybe even becoming physically sick and we continue this this place in our life where the cycle continues to go on and on and what we are saying is that needs to stop it needs to stop we need to come into the collective consciousness where we're breaking the old patterns and looking at ourselves truthfully. I mean, the word authentically is being overused right now. So really, at the same time, though, it, it is. It's an unveiling, looking at yourself and opening that door and using that key to see what's behind there and starting your journey and knowing that, Every one of us have had to take that first step towards ourselves. So knowing that there's a hand there to reach out to you in a place of safety, where we are out here, we we are here for you. There's circles here of sisterhood that is truthful and authentic and trustworthy and safe. And it's actually a mirror of wherever you are. So you have to start it yourself first. We all have to start that first step. And then there's others along the way to perhaps guide you or, or take your hand to the waters and point you in the direction of the waters that are refreshing I, and can cleanse you and can assist you. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. I, love, I love that you brought this point forward because I think it's absolutely so true and it's such an important piece in that like we do hold the key to our own healing, to our own transformation. And anytime we're expecting someone outside of us or a system outside of us to be what creates the healing, I think that's where a lot of the, a lot of, we, we get really stuck in that place. 
oh, I'm going to abdicate myself to you. Even if it's someone coming into your circle, oh, Christiana's going to heal me. It's like, no, Christiana's going to show you that you have the key to heal yourself. And any good healer mm-hmm. is going to do that. Right. And I, and I think part of where this is just my own personal opinion on, on, on looking at what's happening on a, on a macro scale right now, it's like we are expecting, we're expecting Bluebeard to change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Bluebeard's yeah, not going to change. And- we have to, no. we have to unlock that gate. And, and I start, I'm starting to see it happen. I'm starting to see the contrast and all the pain. It's like, it's, it is creating this, this, this pressure. Um, and women are starting to stand up and it, they're standing up in rage first, which is fine. That's like part of that journey. And I, I fully believe and trust that eventually we will get to a place where we don't need to be fueled by rage anymore. Um, but I also really acknowledge and honor the place that rage plays, um, the, the piece that it plays in, in this part of the process. And it's so, so important. Um, but I just thank you so much for, for speaking to that. Like we have the key within us and yes, we can walk hand in hand. We can walk side by side with our sisters who have, who have maybe already found their own keys or are in that process of unlocking the door for themselves, but no one can put that key in the lock for you. You have to be the one to do it. Oh yeah. I, that's where I want to grab my drum and I'm going to do it right now very lightly, (laughs) but yes, 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 Tatiana. Yes. I love that you have a drum right next to you. (laughs) I know. Of course we do. We have been wild women dancing in naked under the moonlight, howling with our drums, of course, of course. You know, and again, we're all on different places of this path. But yes, I, I again, I, I'm going to stress that this piece, the wisdom that you seek outside of you is actually within. That's that's where where we start and i and then the other piece that you brought up about rage and rage is part of the process unfortunately what we see often is that many women become stuck in that place right. and it it becomes another place like fear where it paralyzes us okay and then we just want to be angry and we and and we want to point fingers and we want to do that again i'm going to say look to look back towards yourself. Yes, it's part of the process. However, it's not a place you want to harbor and just sit down and have a drink with it. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it needs to be a place where it, it may even come in moments where you, it comes up within you. It's, it's how the feminine psyche works. We are in our flow. So it may come up like a wave and you, you, you see it and you say, okay, I, I recognize you. I know who you are and it's going to allow it to move through you. I've always say this to clients. I like allow it to move through you. And then, you know, it came in the front door and directed out the back door. Don't sit and have a drink with it. Or if you do, you know, you just let it sit for a little bit and address it and say, where is it coming from? And then move right along. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's going to hold you also in its captivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a good place to, to stay 
stay for too long. It makes us, uh, in, in this wild woman, what happens is it dries us up. It makes us bitter. And it, and Dr. Essay says it's like it makes you bitter old women, dried up rather than fleshed out and beautiful with our long hair and our our smiles and our bells on our toes and dancing naked in the woods. I mean, what do we want? Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah, totally. And I, I think that, I think that that is, it's just, I liken it to like anger is like a stop. It's a station along the way, but it's not the final destination, right? It's a stop in the journey, but it's not the, it's not where we're headed. Um, and I just, I can't, I, I really want to emphasize that right now because what we're in as a culture right now is a ton of rage and it's, it's valid and it's, it's justified. And I'm, I'm, I don't think either Christiana or I are here to, to take that away from a person, you know, like that is, it's a part of the waking up process and it deserves its own space. And like she said, like you have to let it move through and move on or you get stuck there. And, and I really, I I think it's so important to, um, to emphasize that when right now where we're at, like, yes, we are all coming into our own. We are in our own individual waking up process. We are in the process of, of sharing our stories of, unlocking our own gates and coming into that place. And this is not an individualistic time. We are doing this together. We are doing this for ourselves, but really we're not the ones who are going to reap the benefits. It's our children and our grandchildren who are going to reap the benefits of this movement if we do it correctly, if we stay in alignment, and if we get stuck in rage, the mission doesn't get to move forward. The what we are wanting to achieve cannot happen because we we will not be received. And so yes, have the rage, have the moment, work through it, but work through it so that change can actually occur. Because if we get stuck in rage, we ain't changing anything. So oh, that's my little soapbox. <laughs> love this conversation <laughs> right look i'm I, this is like okay. <laughs> we are we have this collective rage of course we do of course we do however use it for motivation exactly use it to motivate you to create something different exactly. you are creatresses women. you birth the world okay that's how powerful you are so use that empowerment that motivation to conceive, conceive, co-create new ways of not becoming stuck in old rage mm-hmm. and allow yourself to come into places of a place of forgiveness. There are four stages of that as well of forgiveness. There's, you know, the, the leaving it alone, the foregoing, the abstaining from, from it, like maybe the forbearing. And then, uh, again, Dr. Estes works. I keep bringing this to her work, um, that interweaves with my own personal medicine work that I bring forward 
And then the forgetting, you know, just letting it go, uh, rewiring the brain, rewiring the whole system. And then, you know, that place of forgiveness, abandon that debt with that you have with yourself or that other person, set yourself free, man. (laughs) <laughs> my California lingo is coming on me right now. It's free, man. <laughs> like, woman, you know, yeah. set yourself free, woman. Empower yeah. yourself. Co-create with a collective consciousness that is leaving behind being stuck in old ways. That's where we've gotten ourselves into this mighty big mess. It's time to move on. Totally. Totally. And again, I just want to, I want to acknowledge um, everyone who's, who's been listening here and, and just acknowledge wherever you're at in your journey is perfect. And, and know where you're at in your journey. And if you have had your moment to rage, it's time to move on to something else now. Um, if you are just waking up into what happened to you, you get to rage full on, like go for it. Um, And if you are at a point where you have walked through your journey and you have gathered so many tools, it's time to share them with other people now. It's time to turn around and look back at your sisters who are just waking up and extend your hand to them. Because we're all at different parts in our journey right now and all hands on deck are so needed right now if we're going to get through this. Mm, yeah. All hands on deck. Definitely. Collectively so I, together. Yeah. Together totally. we rise. Together we rise. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I just want to thank you so much, Christiana, for coming onto the show today. This has been such a juicy conversation. Um, I, got really impassioned and so it feels good to have that moving through me um and thank you for inspiring that in me and thank you for the work that you do and just who you are i really appreciate you um so much so so thank you for for sharing yourself with us like that today i'm super grateful that you that you said yes to coming on oh yeah (laughs) absolutely it's such an honor to howl with a fellow wild woman (laughs) who's out there showing it right I mean this is what we do and again like Tatiana said for all of the women out there honor where you are in this particular journey um that's that's perfectly perfect for you meet yourself right there and know that there's always more there's always more for you out there that will allow you to drop into your sacred temple and honor who you are so that we can see you. We want to see you. So I'm so thankful that we had this conversation. I'm just, yeah, I'm buzzing with delight. And so thank you, my dear sister. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Um, And so again, you can find out more about Christiana's work if you search Yoni Rising. Um, Is it at yonirising.com? You have that or they can find you on social media? Okay. Yeah, social media is rocking it right now. So reach out to Christiana (laughs) on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find her there. Um, Join in with some of those circles that she's leading. 
And um, to all of my listeners, I love you so much. And as always, go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply. Many, many, many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.